Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Falcon Cast, the fastest growing podcast in the history of the known universe. And today we're coming at you live from Coach's Pub in Midtown, run by my good friend Robbie. If you're looking for a place to come have a drink, it's a terrific sports bar, great place to watch your football on weekends, but uh, also just a cool place to hang out. So uh, come on by. We'll be here until six o'clock, maybe a little later if a few of you show up and want to do shots or something silly. Uh, I'm always up for that. But uh, Rogelio's in the house. we got a few more folks coming. And it uh, should be a very fun show today. Uh, Jermaine Every will join me. It's been a while since Jermaine's been on the show. And we'll spend a lot of time recapping what happened in college football and the NFL. And uh, after that, we're going to have a bunch of guests for you. We're going to have a lot of people uh, running through here today. And we're going to have some fun. So, yeah, it'll be sportsy. And, of course, I'll do something. Uh, you know, I'll talk about some other stuff. Before we get to the sports, uh, I had a cure incident today. I kind of came over here earlier to kind of look at the setup and have lunch and everything else. But I went home to Walker before the show. And uh, those of you who have dogs know that if they get a bird in their mouth, you're not going to get it. And I, I hear this squeak, squeak behind me as I'm going down the stairs. And somehow some bird had fallen on the ground. And boy, did she get it. And I kept trying to get it away from her. And, yep, she snipped me. Pretty good bite. But, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Like, I had a dog that was guilty of cat slaughter. I mean, this isn't avian slaughter either. I mean, it's a bird, right? If you're on the ground, I mean, you're fair game for the dog. So, anyway, that was that was uh, the big thing from uh, this afternoon. The, uh, I want to welcome everybody in. Uh, Chucky D's in the house, Jared's in the house, B. Hannon, Todd the Show, uh, who got his dog got a duck inside of the dog park in the woodlands. <laughs> Kids were screaming. Uh, Joel's here, uh, Largo's here, and uh, yeah, Kevin Porter Husky. Oh man, but uh, it, the one thing I'll give her credit for is we have like a rule anything she picks up outside, she can't take in the house, she'll leave it on the balcony. So she left this bloody mess of a bird on the balcony, and I had to go out there and clean it up. Uh, real pleasant. But, yeah. Uh, otherwise, I uh, don't know about you guys. Had a pretty quiet weekend other than watching the UH game. And PJ's on Saturday night with Lawyer Dave. That wasn't much fun. Uh, and then also watched the Texans game yesterday at PJ's. Not much fun. So maybe there's a common thread there. Um, and, you know, I kind of have my – triumvirate of places I go and PJ's is my neighborhood bar and coaches is, is a great place to come if you want to watch all the games on all the TVs and it's it's an afternoon hangout just like uh, uh, the Phoenix which is my other main go-to place uh, be over there tomorrow as a matter of fact so uh, Chucky talk about Micah Parsons wow yeah we're going to get to all the NFL uh, once Jermaine comes in we will do uh, uh, we're going to do colleges first Interesting weekend in college football, even though we all thought it was going to suck. But uh, it turned out to be great. So, yeah, I'm going to tell you, you know, mid, uh, we're in Midtown, Coach's Pub. It's right on the corner of Louisiana and Webster. Uh, it's one of the few places in Midtown that actually has parking, which is a good thing. And uh, Robbie, the owner, does a great job. So come by, say hello. Uh, we'll be here. So uh, I will tell you about one of my other go-tos, the Phoenix on Westheimer. I'll be over there Thursday. And... If you're a college football fan, it's a big Penn State bar. My daughter likes that. Um, and they show all the Penn State games, and we'll get to Penn State. 
right now Premier League, you got uh, uh, Euro Cup coming up, all of these things they have there, right? Uh, and they are the best soccer bar in the city, and they do a lot of charity work. In fact, I'm going to meet with Vu tomorrow about our next big charity event, which uh, might be on my birthday on December 18th. We will see. Uh, we're going to work all that out tomorrow. But great food, great staff, terrific people. And uh, all, all of the staff over there, Camilla and Bailey and Derek, they're all just fantastic. So you're going to get great food. You're going to have a great time. And you're going to get taken care of. So, all right. Let's uh, get the show rolling. No Jermaine yet. So he'll have to miss out on a couple things. I'll talk about UH first. Uh, and it's funny because I know Dana Holgerson was defending his play calling today. I think there were some of the plays that might have been the right call. I just don't think they were executed very well. And that goes to coaching. That That's, you know, but TCU is a better football team. And I think we kind of lost sight of that because they lost to Colorado. And that was week one, right? And I don't think any of us knew what Colorado was going to be at the time. So... Yeah, it was uh, uh, really – UH had their chances. If you can't convert on, you know, fourth and one, I mean, how many times did they blow that? Then you're not going to win the game. So, the uh, it, it was it was frustrating. And there were, a lot of, there were a lot of play calls that I didn't like. But, I mean, TCU's better. And it's going to be a rough year for UH. And – Behan and asked if, if UH loses to Sam, he has to get canned, right? You know what the problem is? And I think there's a bigger problem with the coaching staff. If you fired him, who's your interim coach? I mean, who's even remotely qualified to do that? Belk? Um, yeah, it shouldn't be a 12-point spread. I mean, Sam's better than people think. I mean, when people uh, when BYU struggled to beat him, everybody's like, oh, well, maybe BYU's not that good. <laughs> I think we've seen BYU's pretty good. So, yeah, if I'm if I'm UH, I don't feel good about playing Sam Houston State. BC in Houston in the house. And uh, we we actually came up with a play for you guys, which we'll do when we get to NFL. Um, you know, Jared Dana has to go. Yeah, the problem with this is he's lost the fan base, right? And Chris from Sam Houston, we're going to kick – kick some cougar butt this weekend did you do that in water boy voice mud dogs mud dogs but um no i think we need uh we really need to to see some improvement out of this team i think there's talent there but here's my thought and this this is kind of my last thought on uh but the difference between last year's team that won eight games and the team the year before that won 12 was marcus jones Marcus Jones won games for them in the return game, including the SMU game. That was just as obvious as it can be, right? Uh, Blee Blue, welcome back. That finally asked me about you, and someone told me about the uh, Falcon cast. Guys, please keep telling your friends. Not everybody's on Twitter and Facebook. Thursdays is AJ. Mondays is a you know a compilation. Usually on Mondays, what we do is we do sports for the first half hour, and. Then the rest of the show, some of my comedian friends come on or my music friends, and we mix it up a little bit. We'll do a little TV and things like that. So you get everything. It's a little more structured because it's only an hour. So anyway, uh, welcome in all the new folks. And just let them know. They can get on Twitch and comment, and you know we'll go back and forth. But the uh, 
the, the point I was going to make, the difference between UH with Marcus Jones was four wins. The difference between UH without Tank Dell, we're about to find out. So uh, Jared says I'm choppy. I think the Internet's pretty good here, but let me double check because, you know, uh, these things can happen. All right, I'm, yeah, I'm, okay, I'm going to try to switch the internet here, hopefully without blowing things. Uh, no, it's, I'm on the right internet. Okay, anyway. So, uh, yeah, I talked to Jermaine earlier today. I don't know where the hell he is. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the, the other games I'm going to get to in college is because, ah, there he is. Fine. Hang on a sec. About damn time, hoser. Hey, look, I, I have to come home and get my professional uh, broadcasting setup. Setup. Really? Yeah. That that that's your setup is a white window behind you, and that's professional. Yeah, because I didn't I didn't put the background and stuff up yet. Like I I just haven't done it. I I got it. I just didn't put it up today because I just got home from daddy duty, picking up my daughter from tutoring and getting home from work and stuff like that. Looking at you, looking at you being all responsible. Exactly. Come on, man. <laughs> leaving work and and telling people, "Hey, I'm leaving work early," and then going to pick my daughter up from school and being all responsible and everything. Just you know, living the dream. Yeah, don't <laughs> just, just just don't let her fail if you're going to all that effort, right? Oh no, that but that's why you know it, it was cool because she knew she she took care of it herself like she was just like yeah i gotta stay for school for tutoring i was like oh okay cool yeah you know because you do need to stay for school for tutoring for that class so you know she pretty much just took, took it on herself to say hey i need to go to tutoring so i was like all right cool no well deal. yeah my my afternoon was uh coming over here to hang out for lunch and set you know take look at the setup and then uh go home and, and take my dog out and she ate a bird so you missed all that but, uh, oh snap! Yeah, you know what they do. That's how. Oh they work. yeah, of course, of course. But uh, yeah, I've already I've already covered UH uh, and how embarrassing that was. So I want to move on to some other stuff. Um, I thought the game of the day Saturday was a game that none of us would have talked about. I'm pretty sure nobody would have been interested in it. But Missouri Kansas State um, that turned out to be one hell of a football game at the end. Uh, and you know the thing is though, when I looked at that score, I kind of, I, I I I saw that Mizzou won, and I was like, oh okay, and I didn't think twice about it. But then when I kept seeing, I was like, wait, Missouri actually beat K State? You know, it kind of like you see a score in passing, you're just like, oh okay, whatever. But then you look at it again, like wait a minute, that actually happened. It, it totally threw me for a loop. Uh, and not just the fact that they won the game, but a 61-yarder. Well, and the, and the kid hit missed kicks earlier in the game. But he's, but he's your typical fat kicker. He can kick it a mile. He's actually mm -hmm. better. He's actually better over 50 yards. But what you didn't see was one of the worst coaching things that I think I've seen in a long time by Missouri. There, there's eight seconds left. They're out of timeouts. They spike mm -hmm. the ball. Clock stops. They all walk over the sideline like they got a timeout. Guess what happens? You look up on the play clock, everybody's on the sideline. There's five seconds left. There's nothing you can do at that point. Yeah. So they had the uh, delay of game. 
which made it a 61-yard field goal. Now, the kid bailed him out, but, yeah, it was just a bizarre ending, and we saw a lot of bizarre endings this weekend. Uh, I, I think uh, Alabama's got some issues. I mean, they were they were always going to win that game, but they, you know, now they're down to a third quarterback. I, I just don't think they have a quarterback, and, and A.J. and I were talking about this Thursday. UT's got two two guys on the bench that are better than anything Alabama has. Exactly. And that's the killer part about the way things have been going like lately in college football. You got a team like Bama who you think they're going to just reload. Everybody thinks every year Bama's just going to reload, reload, reload. Okay, who's the next guy that's going to be under center for Bama who's going to take over and lead this program to, you know, 10, 11 wins, college football playoff appearance, so on and so forth. And then you see them struggling. And not just struggling, but they they thought Milro was going to be it, and he's not it. They thought the other kid, uh, what's his name, uh, Tyler Bunch or whatever they, they thought he was going to be it. He's not it. Now they got a third kid that they're bringing in, and they still haven't named a starting quarterback for next week, and it's going to be an open competition. Uh, Tyler Buckner, I'm sorry, and Ty Simpson is the other kid. So you, you – if the saying is if you have two quarterbacks, you have none. If you got three guys, you, you really you have negative two, I guess. Because what are you going to do when you get to the meat of that schedule and you're going against teams like LSU that has a hungry defense who wants to make up for that Florida State loss? What do you do when you're you're coming up? I believe it's this week they play Ole Miss, and you know uh, what's his name? Uh, Lane, Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin. Yeah, I couldn't even think of his name. I was about to say Steve Sarkeesian another Nick Saban disciple, but you know Lane Kiffin is chomping at the bit to beat Nick Saban while they're vulnerable right now. So that could be a program-making victory for him because then he could hang his hat and say, yeah, we beat number 10 Alabama. You know, uh, they're, they're, they're struggling over there with their quarterback position. They don't know what they're going to do right now this year, so what makes you think that they're going to do anything special about it, you know, next year, whatever. Uh, that's a program-making win for a, an organization like that, and I think that's something that when a team like Bama shows kinks in the armor, you got to take advantage of it. Same thing with Clemson. Uh, look at Clemson. They're not looking good right now either, and Florida State is going to take clear advantage of them on Saturday, and I think that's going to be a, a runaway. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I, I think – Clemson and Alabama have a very similar situation. For a stretch, you had Deshaun Watson, uh, you had Trevor Lawrence, mm -hmm. and you know I, I think they just screwed up DJ, and he certainly looks fine at Oregon State. Exactly. But, but you know those were high draft picks. Well, look at what Alabama's had the last few years: Jalen Hurts, uh, you know Tua, who's both those guys. Hurts was in. The MVP conversation last year, too, is going to be in it this year. Mac Jones, who, you know, he's a terrible, but he was a great college quarterback. He was better mm -hmm. than both of them numbers-wise. And now you got, you know, you're pulling guys off the street, and you don't have that, and suddenly you're not the dominant force you once were. And I think it's also the wide receivers. Like, they, yeah. they've, they have lost a lot of great wide receivers over the last few years. And you can get five stars, but they don't all turn into Jalen Waddell. Exactly. Yeah. You, you're not going to get a bunch of Calvin Ridley's and uh, Julio Jones's and, uh, uh, you know, Devontae Smith's. You're not going to get a bunch of guys that are just, you know, route technicians. And you're going to get a bunch of Jalen Waddles and, and Henry Ruggs's and guys like that, guys that are just burners. 
You know, those guys don't grow on trees. You have to not only get guys that have the physical traits and abilities, but you have to coach them up as well. And it just seems like it's one of those lulls in Alabama's, you know, time on top where they don't have all the top level talent back to back to back like they've had all these years. When you get a team like that and you get them down, they're vulnerable. You have to take advantage of them. And I think that there's teams like uh, what Florida did to Tennessee was impressive uh, this past Saturday. Yeah. So you get teams like that, you know, that's on the come, and it's going to be like you're going to see a whole topsy-turvy thing now. Uh, Georgia is looking kind of vulnerable themselves uh, with the, the you know, uh, acne face, you know, pimple-faced kid at quarterback now. I just think that it's one of those years where I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if we got some new blood into the CFP. Well, the one thing about the Georgia game, watching that, and, and by the way, why is it Georgia always have has the classic Southern name for their quarterback? Carson Stet- Beck. Stetson Bennett the fourth, sir. Carson Beck, sir. Carson. Who names their kid Carson? All right, if anybody <laughs> on here is named their kid Carson, I apologize. Uh, but I. I a couple of things before uh, we get to break, and we'll keep going with this. But uh, Chuck asked, Fred, didn't you have a date this weekend? No, that was last weekend's failure. This weekend, I've completely quit. We will talk about uh, we'll talk about that with Jermaine here in a little bit because <laughs> he, he's been through it. Uh, <laughs> yep. Andrew Lanham in the house, and it's really good timing because I was just about to tell you about Lanham Industries. And you know what? The I'm, I'm hopefully as soon as I get. Uh, the, the this final money from the movie, I'm going to get me a place on Lake Livingston and I'm going to have Andrew and his crew do everything. And they can help you find the right home and location, decor and theme, price points. And if you're already there, how about this? They have all your home service needs, whether it's your vacation home or your weekend home or, or you live there. Cleaning, lawn care, laundry, maintenance, 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 excuse me, inventory management and property management services are available. You guys know me. I ain't doing any cleaning or lawn care. So who do you think I'm going to go to? Uh, Five-star rating from guests and owners. Veteran-owned and operated, which uh, uh, we all know is extremely important. And a highly trained and dedicated crew. You can call them 936-581-6166 or 346-773-9577. Or just go online to lanhamindustries.com, L-A-N-H-A-M, industries.com. And if you can't remember any of that, just hit me up on email or most of you have my phone number. Just hit me up and I'll put you in touch. So, uh, Lanham Industries and, and Andrew in the house. Okay, so uh, just a couple other games that uh, I wanted to get to. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, one of my biggest bets of the weekend was LSU. And, boy, they just they just treated Mississippi State like they were, you know, Ed Norton in the prison scene. It was. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually, I had way too much faith in Mississippi State's defense, and as I'm, you know, doing my, you know, lead up to the game stuff and researching and everything, I was just like, you know, maybe this is the time where their coach, who's, uh, I believe, the defensive coordinator, who's played against Jalen, uh, Dan- Jaden Daniels, uh, three other times last year and then two times when he was at Arizona State. Like, okay, maybe this is the time he'll figure it out and kind of, you know, contain this kid. And Mississippi State always has 
NFL type of guys along that defense, especially on that front. Um, they always have top level talent and they always give LSU a really good game. I gave them way too much credit. Um, totally ignored the fact that their coach now wants to do more run running run based offense as opposed to, you know, chunking it 60, 70 times a game like Mike Leach used. So he doesn't quite have the personnel in there yet. Uh, they're still trying to figure things out. Uh, and they lost a couple of playmakers on that team as well. So I'm thinking, okay, may- maybe just maybe they might keep it within the number. And I should have just listened to AJ's column that he wrote for us on Death Valley Insider saying, you know, LSU will definitely cover the nine. And I went the opposite direction trying to be smart. Good thing I didn't place a whole lot of money on it because I clearly way overvalued Mississippi State's offense and defense. Yeah, I I would just say I was 100% in agreement with AJ because uh, you can't just take a Mike Leach off a team with an offense that's, you know, you have to be a counterintuitive offense at Mississippi State. You can't go out there and play heads up with uh, Mississippi and Alabama and teams like that. And, I mean, yeah, when you had Dak Prescott, it worked one year. Uh, And so I I didn't like the hire. I don't like what they're doing. And LSU, you know, it was a a first game. They had to do something and to to recover from it. And they did. And Jaden Daniels is a beast. So, yeah, um, you know, I usually don't rub it in when somebody's wrong, but I think everybody that I know except for you was on the other side. (laughs) Well, everybody I know and respect, let me put it that way. Yeah. And, and, you know, it was one of those things where covering this team and following them and, you know, being immersed in in it, you kind of, I kind of like look too, a little too deep into the weeds and, you, you know their strengths, you know their weaknesses, you know their deficiencies and whatnot. And my thing was looking at their first two games, well, their first game in the first quarter of the Grambling game, you could attack this defense in the secondary if you can get time for your quarterback to throw the ball. It, it's been proven. However, Mississippi State could not find a way to get anything done. Uh, their biggest play was when uh, one of the corners, Alexander, kind of made a business decision when he didn't have to, and he whiffed on a tackle, and the kid takes it 52 yards up the sideline. Mind you, Mississippi State only had about 200 or so yards of total offense in that whole game. So literally a fourth of their offense came from one play off of one missed tackle. And, I mean, they, they just got bludgeoned. It, it was Jaden Daniels didn't have an incompletion until the first quarter was almost over. He didn't have his second incompletion until five minutes into the second half. And that was followed up with his third incompletion, which should have been a pass interference call, but they picked up the flag. So, I mean, he was he literally torched that team at any way he possibly could. He and Malik Neighbors end up putting up video game numbers. And it's just ridiculous. So I'm looking forward to seeing how the rest of their season is going to go because they had their wake-up call against Florida State. They had their get-right game against Grambling. And they had their, hey, you know what, we can really do this game just now against a divisional SEC conference opponent in Michigan State. So now it's like, okay, build on this and go into next week against Arkansas and take care of business against another team that you should take care of business against. But unfortunately, LSU tends to have those games every year where they'll drop a game or have an inexplicable, really close game to someone they shouldn't. 
so I'm just kind of holding off hope and, and wondering when will that game be. God, you were so negative about your team. It's funny. A uh, <laughs> couple other games I want to hit real quick. Uh, first off, uh, we, we mentioned uh, Georgia-South Carolina a little bit, but I was just going to say I never saw Georgia losing that game, even when no. uh, even when Spencer Rattler had him up 14-3. I mean, if you were watching it, Georgia was so much better in the trenches that it was mm-hmm. just a matter of time before they wore them down. And uh, the other one, how about Florida State? almost losing to Boston College. I mean, they Boston College scores 13 in the fourth and has the ball with a chance to get in field goal range. And uh, mm-hmm. they, they, they screwed it up because they're Boston College. But that game was way closer than it needed to be. Yeah. I, I You know, uh, there was a, it was a point in the beginning, the beginning of that game when Boston College was kind of like, hey, we're here to stay. We're, we're going to play this through. And I was like, oh, okay, they, they – Maybe they got something going on here. And then Florida State, you know, eventually took over and showed who and what, why they are Florida State. But then, like you said, Boston College was like, you know, we're not giving up. And a lot of the times I think when teams get down by more than two scores, they tend to, especially if they, they, they don't feel as though they can win, they kind of like kind of fall back and kind of like, oh, well, whatever. We, we showed up, you know, hey, but credit to those guys they didn't give up they kept fighting and actually made a game out of it now i'll caution anybody who thinks that because boston college was able to mount this great comeback that they can take that as a sign of florida state falling off or that florida state isn't going to be that good the rest of this year because don't don't kid yourself that team is legit they got real good talent on both sides of the ball and they're going to be the class of the ACC. I don't see another ACC team beating them this year to kind of knock them off their perch. It's going to be an upset victory if they should happen. I think if you're looking for a team that might upset them, we can look at Louisville, but we'll talk about that at another time. Uh, Flip says AJ's Washington is a lock. That team is – BC and I were talking about this at lunch today. Mm-hmm. Uh, every now and then you find a team that you're going to ride all year, and AJ loved Washington – BC love Washington. I love Washington. I'm like, all right, that's our team, and they are they're just killing it. Uh, I I think they're a legitimate playoff threat, but you know it's it's going to be tough sledding in the Pac-12. And the other one I wanted to get to, uh, great comeback for Colorado to uh, beat Colorado State, and um, but now the real test starts, and mm-hmm. uh, now you get Oregon at Eugene, and then you get USC. I, I think. And not to sound harsh here because everybody's going to be like, oh, I think this team will be bowl eligible. And I think that's a big step forward. But you're, you're getting into big boy pants now. Yep. And, and I, I think it's going to be real tough for them against Oregon. It's going to be definitely tough for them against Oregon. Not only are they playing against a better team, but they're going at it without one of their aces in the hole. Travis Hunter is going to be out for the next three weeks. Uh, at least with a, a, a ruptured spleen, lacerated liver, just all kinds of internal injuries after that nasty hit. Uh, and just to think that that kid actually came back and played in that game after that injury, uh, after that hit, I mean. Uh, but it was already going to be a tough game for him. It's going to get even tougher now. But I was talking with some friends of mine this weekend as we were watching the game. You know, we're texting back and forth. They, they're light in the ass in the trenches. Oh, yeah. On the offensive line and defensive line. And it shows when you have bigger, more physically talented defensive linemen, 
they're getting to Shadur Sanders way too quickly. Uh, and and teams just run over them, and they can't apply any pressure with their pass rush when it comes to defense. So I see this as you know being a real good test. If they're going to make a showing in these next two games, it's going to be because their offense is going to be clicking at such a high rate that they're gonna they're gonna be in another shootout. It's gonna be another forty something to thirty something game, and that's the only way that these guys are gonna win because that defense is not built to stop anybody or slow anybody down. It's just not at this point in time. All right, a couple things. Uh, first, Bear Brother just joined, and just you got there just in time. We were talking about Dion, and uh, I talked about the Cougs at the top of the show, and have nothing else to say, sir. I'm sorry, uh, but the end of a podcast, you go back and listen back, right? Uh, and at DP. Uh, if you want a fantasy question, I will do it at the end of the show uh, because, you know, we kind of have the show plotted out and I'm happy to, to answer your fantasy questions. But let's let's save those till the end and I'll I'll, I'll tell you and <coughs> be happy to help you. All right. Right now, you know who can help you? Can't really see because like the lights right on my head. Uh, so but you can look at his hair and you can see Dr. Linville's and it's amazing. And he, he can help with your hair. And. He can, you can, you can look almost as good as him. How about that? What's going on, bud? I appreciate that. What are you, what are you guys up to? Where are you? Where are you, Fred? Forget. Uh, Coach's Pub in Midtown. And, uh, oh, awesome. Well, yeah, and then Thursday I'll be at the Phoenix on Westheimer. But uh, Coach's is my Midtown place. So uh, came over here, Sweet. and uh, my friend, my friend Robbie's going to pop on a little bit and tell you about all the cool things they have going on. But great place to come watch your football. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know how many TVs they have. But it's even more dates than I've been on in the last few weeks, so uh, you'll you'll be able to watch every game you want, and um, it, it's a great place on Saturdays and Sundays for football. But even during the week, uh, BC and I come here for lunch all the time. So, uh, what's been going on with you, brother? Not much, just work. Trying to trying to get through this uh, heat and a lot of work, and then um, I went to Indianapolis for a wedding and you know stuff like that. Hey, you're always just, somewhere. You're always somewhere. Like I'll text you. I'm I out of town. So. <laughs> I know. I try. I, you know, some guys. We were talking about this last time, Fred. Some guys just look better bald, like like my man here in the middle here. And um, that's the time when you. That's the time when you don't want to do hair transplants. So there are times when I tell patients, "Nope, sorry." You know, there's no <laughs> amount. Of, there's no amount of hair that's gonna, um, you know, come close to that. So just just stick with what you got. I just need like this one spot right here on my beard where it just doesn't quite connect like this side. Oh yeah, well that's just, easy. Damn, yeah, just that, that's that very easy. One spot. No, that's that's super easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is is that still four dollars a graft, just like the hair? Uh, yeah. Although we're running a special, we're running a special oh, yeah, right now. So it's yeah. three fifty a graft for like about a month. But yeah, uh, that's that little stuff like that's super easy. Yeah. We do like that, and then like on women, we'll do like uh, eyebrows, but beard. We've done oh, a few wow. beards. Yeah, we've done a few like beard and like to fill it up. So sometimes you can take it from parts that are thick, and um, it's super easy. See, I was yeah, just we, just don't, we just don't want to move the beard up to the head. I don't think that's exactly <laughs> what, like a great look. No, like I'm you know? cool with the bald look, and, and, yeah. and my son is a, is a barber now, so he can shave me my head, keep it shaved. Oh, nice. But, just that one little spot right there, I just need to take yeah, care of. Beautiful. Uh, well, See, I don't I know never, how you manage that, but that's great. I, I never noticed that. Now that you brought it up, I can't stop looking at it. 
Sí. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's so, it's so disgusting. Uh, it, looks like me, it looks like me naked. That's how disgusting it is. But, uh, oh, damn. No, but, but Jermaine's kind of fa uh, famous because he has a, a fat brother on ESPN that looks just like him, only he's like, you know, 200 pounds more. The heavier uh, doppelganger. Nice. I can't, I yeah. can't remember his name, but yeah. Marcus you know Spears. Marcus Spears. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I just I just call him Fat Jermaine. So uh, anyway, uh, right. and before we you know kind of wrap up the hair stuff, I wanted to mention, you know, I, I had a couple of uh, a couple of women ask me, does he do work on us? I'm like, yes. And uh, yeah, and one one of them has been on our show. Eva said last week she wants to reach out and and uh, see if she can get some work done. And uh, so tell them a little bit about what you do there because we do have a lot of female listeners apparently and uh and well, I do, some yeah i do like all plastic surgery for men and women but for women i do mommy makeovers and you know so i do a lot of breast um rejuvenation tummy tucks lipo skin tightening kind of things so that's actually what i do aside from the hair stuff um in a typical day so yeah I, that's mostly what i do actually so um actually fred i'm gonna uh have some gift cards and stuff and so people can go to the landing page that we have and inquire about things for their wives or whatever, or themselves. Um, if they want, like it, it'll still come to me. But uh, next time we, next time I come on, I'll have some like gift card opportunities since the holidays are getting close. Cool. And I'll, I'll post that link on here uh, when we're done, but uh, yeah. it, it's basically uh, hair specialist, Houston.com slash get Falcon hair. But yep. If you if you want a mommy makeover, you can still go there, and uh, right, and, and they'll take care of. I do you. I do I'm, guys tummy tucks. I do guys tummy tucks, and then um, there's some advanced things for lipo. Like I'll do some chest sculpting and um, ab etching and things like that to help guys who just can't quite get to where they want. Um, yeah, do all like you know. A lot of people have lost a ton of weight, especially with the new weight loss meds. So you know, everybody kind of has loose skin after after that kind of thing. So no, there's no reason to have that skin flopping around and, and, and everybody be insecure about it. It's just cut it off and sew it up and make it pretty. Yeah, well, that's something I'm, I'm definitely going to be talking to you about soon. I lost weight, but it wasn't from meds. It was from divorce and, and illness. So, but hey, It'll it do it too, man. That, guys have it, guys have it tougher than we let on, you know? Everything, yeah. all, that shit's, all that stuff is stressful. Yeah, we, we talk, we've talked yeah. about that. And, and uh, we're actually going to... Do, do kind of a off show pod at some point where we, we kind of get into that because I don't think guys talk about it enough and I don't think they have people to talk to about it. And, and most of us, most of us don't. And, you know, and Kane and I were talking about it a lot uh, the last time we were at, at Phoenix and it's just, you know, a lot of times everyone wants to think the guy's the dickweed and sometimes you feel like the dickweed even when you weren't. So we're definitely led to believe that, but uh, it's not always the case. No, so. and, and you know, and it's always hard, especially doing what I did, because I don't want to say anything bad about my ex uh, publicly. Uh, I still think she's a wonderful woman, but you know, it's it's also just one of those things where it wasn't all my fault. I'll just put it that way. Uh, yeah. But let's let's get back to hair special. It's like three fifty now for a graft, right? Three fifty graft with to give reference point, Fred. Like. I'm on the low end already. Like some places charge five, six, seven dollars a graph. So I'm already at the low end. Um, so another fifty cents off a graph could 
be the on the difference of a thousand or two thousand dollars depending on how many you need so it's a significant um discount that that i'm offering right now just to just to help people out and get it done all right so go to hairspecialist.com slash get falcon hair and i'm gonna get falcon hair yeah and they did a really funny meme i'm gonna put that on both facebook and twitter later today uh and i will put it in twitch uh the link here and listen the consult is free if you you know tell them you heard about it on falcon cast and um you know and like i always tell you doc if this whole doctor thing and you know fixing breast thing doesn't work out i think you'd be pretty good at this oh i'm ready man it all started here <laughs> right now all right well we will right, we will do We'll do that other one we talked about, man. I appreciate you yeah. coming on and good stuff, man. All right, brother. Thanks. You guys take care. All right. Take it easy. Uh, be good old Dr. Linville. Yeah, he's a great guy. And, and you know, uh, and we've talked about doing this podcast and, and mm -hmm. kind of going through the male side of it. And because I, I just don't think there's a lot of that out there. And, you know, especially... I mean, we've all been through it, and you've been through it. I've been through yep. it again, again, and again. But uh, if you uh, uh, begin and asking where his office is, it's over in the medical center. Uh, I, if I remember right, it's right off Van, and it's in that area. So uh, he's over there with all the cool people. So, uh, all right, let's uh, just drop one more college game that I wanted to look at. Mm -hmm. uh, well, you know what? I think we're we've gone pretty far over. Let's just uh, let's just go ahead and jump to the pros. Uh, let's start with the games tonight, though. Uh, your Saints minus three. I actually like the Saints. Yeah, I like the Saints because they are, I believe it's nine and two, or technically ten and three, if you want to count these other couple of games under uh, Dennis Allen tutelage going against rookie or first year. I, I believe it's rookie quarterbacks, not first year starters. But rookie quarterback. And who are they going against tonight? Rookie quarterback. So I fully expect that defense to confuse the hell out of uh, Bryce and just take advantage of things. And we saw Carr starting to build a real rapport uh, last week with that receiving core because he was the one who called the deep shot to Rashid Shaheed. He was like, hey, just go. Just run. And I mean, the, to seal the game and to take that shot on a third down in that close of a game is ballsy. But, I mean, when you've got a guy who can make that throw and you've got a receiver who can go out there and run past that DB like that, uh, also adding to the fact that I believe J.C. Horn, their best corner, is now on IR. So you have a rookie quarterback, your best corner is going on IR. It doesn't matter if Brian Burns in that pass rush is, is, is pinning their ears back trying to come after Derek Carr because if that line can just somehow find a way to give him a few seconds to throw the ball, Saints are going to eat this Panthers defense up. So that that them covering the three, I'm not worried about. It, the only thing I am really worried about is that over and under, and I'm not sure which side to go on that 39 and a half. All right, yeah, the main thing is I just need your defense to keep Chuba Hubbard from getting 15 fantasy points. Uh, I was feeling pretty good last night. It, I, it, we both had one player left. His was Chuba Hubbard tonight. Mine was Tariq Hill last night. Thank mm. you, Tariq, for your 15 points. 
I wasn't expecting 51, but I kind of need you. I needed a little more out of you, but that's all right. I got Belichick. Uh, all right. So, uh, what about the other game? You got any thoughts on that one? <laughs> Browns, I think, going to win this one simply because I don't believe in Kenny Pickett as of yet. They took away one of his best weapons in Chase Claypool when they traded him to the Bears. Uh, and he, he was a bit of a turd because he was a turd last week and then announced to the Bears, like, hey, my bad. So I can kind of see why the Steelers got rid of him. But whenever you got Captain Tiny Hands and he already threw two picks last week and this Browns defense, you know, kind of showed up ready to play last weekend, you think they're going to show up ready to play again this weekend against not as good of a quarterback without as good of a receiver to throw to Kirk Cousins and uh, Jordan Jefferson last weekend. Now they're going against Kenny Pickett, and God knows who is his number one target over there in, in Pittsburgh. So I'm definitely leaning Cleveland with the points on this one. Probably going to lean the under uh, that 39 because I just don't see the Steelers defense just giving up a buttload of points to Cleveland. And because of the pride factor and Mike Tomlin just won't allow that to happen. Uh, plus, I, I don't see the, the Steelers being able to score very much on that Browns defense. So I'm definitely leaning heavy on the under 39 and definitely taking Cleveland with the two. Uh, uh, basically, uh, BC and I today came up with a prop play for you in this game. Okay. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson over 28 and a half rushing yards. Ooh. I'm going to say over. And the only yeah. reason why I'm going to say over is because I believe it'll be off schedule plays that will get him over. I think that it'll be yeah. plays where he is just Chinese scrambling drill, you know, fire, 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 you know, plays broken down. We got to do something. He's going to take off with the ball. And I think he'll get at least one, maybe two good runs and maybe a couple more here and there. And that'll get him to at least 29, 30 yards. Yeah, that's what I was saying. We're taking the over. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're giving that to the people for free because that's what we do. Uh, all right, but before we get on to the games from yesterday, uh, and we'll zip through those, uh, I, I wanted to tell you this is your last day to get a team for the Dirty Birdie, which uh, BC is putting on. Uh, it's Friday, September 22nd at Battleground Golf Course in Deer Park, four-man scramble, complimentary breakfast, lunch, Bloody Mary bar, drinks and food all day. And if it's like the last two years, there's drinks on pretty much every hole. And, yes, I, I drink them all. Uh, but there's prizes for the best and worst team, closest to the pin, longest drive, and hole-in-one. Uh, benefits the Elmina Shriners and Ronald McDonald House. Uh, and you can register at dirtybirdie.eventbrite.com. But this is your last day to do it. Sponsorships are full, and uh, but, but you could still get – I think there's four teams left that uh, Brandon said, so – it will fill up, and here's your chance. It is a great, great tournament. We we get drunk and have fun, and uh, <laughs> I'll be playing with the two guys that I always play and scramble with because they hit the ball a ton, and I'm old and broken down, especially with this neck. I can't really hit the ball. So I just let them drive, and then I hit approaches and putts for the most part, and we do okay. <laughs> and we outdrink most of the teams, except probably not BC's team. But yeah, I was going to say, like, his team might give your team a run for that one. All right, let's uh, blitz through the games. Uh, Colts Texans yesterday. I, I had two thoughts on this. Uh, first off, I think it was a blessing for the Colts that Gardner Minshew got to play uh, because right now he's a better quarterback. 
than Richardson. I mean, Richardson looked great running the football and got the two touchdowns. But you would have thought the Texans would have adjusted to that and make him throw the ball. And it's hard to tell because he was clearly concussed when he came out. And I got to say, that was a cheap shot hit on him in the end zone. Uh, there was no reason for that. He was in the end zone. And, and why that wasn't a target, I bet he gets a fine. But he left his feet. He, I mean, he he launched at him. It, it was it was just awful. And you know what, Texans, shame on you. I mean, uh, it was eh. seriously. Yeah. Have you been drinking today? No, I have not had not one drink today. I'm looking at the play again right now, just to kind of like just check it out and see if that was in fact like. No, nah, he wasn't in the end zone. He was no, he not was. in the end zone. He was, he's a yard in. And, no, and that, he was not. That, I'm looking at it right here. He he was clearly outside. Right. He hit him he right. He hit him right, right at the like one two yard line. Uh, okay. That was a clean hit. No, it's not a clean hit. He launched and went helmet to helmet. How else does a guy get a concussion? How can you defend that? That, he that, bounced that, the, to me. The concussion came when his head bounced off of the turf. No, it came when the guy bashed the side of his head with his helmet. I mean, that's, that's just a horrible play, and shame on them for that. But I want to get to some other things in this game because I mean, that's a that's a side thing. It's just everybody wants to defend their guys, and oh, the Texans wouldn't do stuff. That was a horrible play. Um, the other thing is, and I don't know about you. But Will Anderson and Derek Stingley, they were on milk cartons yesterday. You know, the, the inconsistency kills me when it comes to young players and them fulfilling their potential. And I did not see a whole lot from them yesterday. Anything good, I'll say. I saw a whole, I saw stuff from them. It just wasn't anything worthwhile or anything good to talk about. Uh, it's very, very, very frustrating when you have a guy like a Will Anderson and he's constantly getting stonewalled by offensive linemen you think that he should easily beat. And the, the worst part about it is, is when you see flashes of brilliance from guys like him and Stingley, and you know they're capable of it, you just don't see it consistently enough. That's the most frustrating thing. Well, I think with Stingley, the one thing I'll, I'll defend him on is they didn't go after him very much. And I think it was smart to do that because the rest of the secondary, they're already down to second string guys. And the defense was terrible uh, throughout throughout the game. I mean, Gardner Minshew is a real quality backup, but, but you let that guy look like Joe Montana. And, you know, no pressure either. That was the thing. They were getting no pressure. And I, I just thought it was a, a, an all-around poor performance. I think C.J. Stroud was fine. Um I, I think he did really well when his crappy offensive line actually gave him a chance. Um, but that wasn't often enough. So, Yeah, I think missing those two safeties in that back end really, like, caused them some issues as far as, like, communicating, getting alignments and whatnot is concerned. And plus, you know, those guys are two playmakers. So when you're missing guys like that in your secondary that, you know, kind of quarterback that defense – that plays a huge part in it as well. Now, that doesn't mean that your pass rush can can just go to shit uh, because you still want your pass rush to be your pass rush. So they definitely got to work on some things. I did see D'Amico sending some blitzes 
That's not something we've seen very often with the previous two coaching regimes uh, that were in here the last couple of years. But to see him dial up some blitzes and them actually like have some semblance of a pass rush was good. However, you want to see that from your front four, not constantly bringing five or a six guy on a blitz anytime you want to get some pressure on the quarterback. Yeah, but I thought they did it too late, frankly. Um, you know, they, they started doing it when they were down. And that's when a, an offense that's already got the lead can take advantage of that. So, I mean, listen, I, I thought this was one of the games on the season that the Texans would win. And clearly they wouldn't. And by the way, is Quiddy Pay the most weak-ass name you've ever heard for a football player? <laughs> Come here, I mean, Quiddy. Good Quiddy Quiddy. I like oh. there's there's been some weird little football names, but that, that one is a, a, a kind of a – what the hell? Like, it, it doesn't sound like a football player's name at all. He sounds I'd like a rather, baker or something. I'd rather he be named Sue, you know? Going back. <laughs> that's a Johnny Cash callback. So my first reference today is that well, I actually made two others earlier. My first music reference to Johnny Cash. Uh, hey, Todd, thanks for uh, supporting the show. Uh, guys, we're, we're at a point where every little bit helps. And, um, you know, uh, we're, we're right on the margins right now. And, and frankly, it's, you know, I need a couple more advertisers. My goal is to keep this thing going. I, I mean, I've got enough to get through the end of the year, but after that, I mean, I'm actually thinking about getting a real job again because it, it's, been a, it, it's been a scrape. So yeah. anything you can do to help anybody you know who might want to advertise, uh, we do take care of our advertisers, as you can tell. And, um, you know, we just need to keep growing the show. But uh, I need a couple more, or else Kira and I will be homeless, and you don't want to see that. So, actually, we're not going to be homeless, but <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to get a real job until the movie money comes. And see, this is a thing about all my other businesses. This is a profitable business, right? Mm-hmm. If I had to, I could, uh, I, and I've thought about it. Maybe sell off some shares because you know get some money now that will go, that will go back to everybody uh, because we're we're making money, which is rare for most of my businesses but the other ones uh they're all home run things right they're all gonna uh they're all gonna hit soon including the movie deal i just don't know when it's gonna be and, and guys who, who own businesses you know how it is man it's like one month you're flush and one month you got 27 dollars in your account and yep. um it, it, it's just how it works and, and when of course once the movie deal's done then i mean i can do whatever the hell i want and you know, Todd says he knows how it is. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's one of those things where you just got to roll with the punches. You know you got something, you know, worthwhile is going to come through. It's just, can we get to this point? And once we get to this point, okay, can we get to the next point, the next point, the next point? And you got a good thing going. Don't worry about it. It's, it's going to be fine. It's just, oh, like, yeah, like yeah. you said, a matter of when. But, but you know, it, it's like anything else. And I'm, as, as you guys know, I'm not in the position I was when – I was married. I, I got my ass kicked in that and lost a lot of great assets, but I kept all of my own businesses gambling on myself, which is what I always do. And yeah, I'm going to have to sell off some guitars this month. Uh, and, you know, maybe I do have to sell off some shares in the show until it gets me to where one of these others pop. And it's not just the movie stuff. I got a couple other things that are really close, but you just don't know. I mean, you don't know until it actually happens. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of where 
where things stand right now. And, and so every little bit helps. And, you know, again, I, I, uh, I, I do think I might, you know, do some shares so that people can be a part of it. Because, I mean, it is money back immediately. It's not what you put into it right away. Probably looking at six months to a year before you're making a clear profit. But it is a pretty good investment as long as I don't die. So you are betting that I won't die. Yeah, that that we're, we're kind of banking on. That we're kind of banking on. <laughs> All right. Uh, before we uh, we move on here, I wanted to. Uh, I, I, I know you went through this before I did, but. I have decided I'm just not even, I'm not dating anybody anymore. I'm just done with it. <laughs> Why uh, you tell Wait, wait, wait. Now, y'all, this is, this is where we're going to kind of pull back the curtain a little bit and kind of give you guys a little insight and everything. So about three years ago, I'm going through my divorce and whatnot. We're still in pandemic time and whatnot. And Fred and I hadn't seen each other in a while and we were hanging out and everything. And he's like giving me the whole pep talk about divorce and prepping me for it and everything. And, you know, the guys are teasing me about stuff. And it was even one time where I believe uh, AJ tried to hook me up with Esme at, at 97.5 yeah. live on air. You know, and, and, and the guys always gave me crap about this, about that. You got to get out there. You got to date. You got to try this. You got to try that. Now, the shoe is on the other foot because I'm dating and in a relationship. And now my boy is getting divorced. And now I'm like, hey, when I get divorced, you got to get I, out there. No, I, I am fully divorced and have been for a little while now. So, right, right. My yeah. bad. No, but uh, when I talked about this last week, I tried the online thing, and it was just absolutely a, a fucking joke. Like, oh, chicks, really? trying, chicks trying to get you on their OnlyFans or chicks. Yes. And nobody wanted to meet in person. I had one that met me in person, and then she clearly didn't like me because she hasn't talked to me since. So, like, what did I do? I'm actually better in person, right? Uh, dude you know it's weird now and the only thing that i could say is like when i my saying was is i would say like the dating pool has floating turds in it that's probably fair but you know but most of them are like well i don't really want to meet you in person i just want to have a chat buddy i'm like fuck that that's not why i'm on a dating site and right then, exactly and then the rest of them are all like, well, I, I just want to be friends. I mean, you're really cool, and I want to hang out with you. And I'm like, well, I'm my circle of friend, friends is getting smaller and smaller, right? So one rule that the ex and I used to have, like if I bought a new shirt, I had to get rid of a shirt. Bought new shoes, you had to get rid of a pair of shoes. So if Makes you're going to be friends, I got to get rid of another friend. And mm. guess what? I, I just, I mean, I got a pretty good group of uh, my female friends. And, you know, like I said, Eva, Eva and I are great friends. She comes on here and makes fun of me and everybody laughs and it's great. You know, I got my buddies, Dana and Lauren, I hang out with whenever, you know, we're all drinking buddies and we have a good time. Mm -hmm. I, I don't need another one of those. Right. And, and that, the thing is, is, you know, as long as the intentions are clear from the get go, then okay, cool. But it's like, why are you on a dating site looking for friends? That's what Twitter or Instagram or whatever is for. Snapchat well, or something like that. Let's create, let's create onlyfriends.com for that. You know, what the fuck? Yes. That's, that's what we should be doing. 
Yes. There's there's, a, there's another business idea that'll fail for me, but. Uh, oh we, yeah. Or oh, remember the time we were sitting there drinking and we came up with that idea about renting pets to people who want to go and attract the opposite sex. Yeah, that was a good idea too. Dude, that that was one. We had that one fleshed out and everything. I think everybody was on board with that one. <laughs> well, you know, and I was thinking about renting out Kira to guys, right? Because she's yeah. a yeah, she's a chick magnet, but not when they see me. So, no, I I, I quit. I quit. I don't I don't need them. I don't need them. Don't want them. Um, yeah. <laughs> Come on, man! You can't give up that quickly. Like it's only been like it hasn't even been that long, and you're already tapping out. Like, dude, come on, yeah, but you, you gotta get you back know, on the horse. Uh, yeah, hang, hang, keep talking for a second. Cause see, like my thing is, I, I was I was getting frustrated and discouraged and everything, and, and you guys were like, "No, you gotta get out there. You gotta, you know, the more darts you throw at the board, the more chance you have to hit the bullseye, and you know all that kind of talk." And yeah, yeah, yeah but I, I also. You, uh, you, you're younger and better looking than me. I think that would always be successful. <laughs> all right, brother. I, I appreciate the time. Uh, well, all right. We got two minutes before we get Robbie over here. Uh, I want to have Robbie on real quick. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, good stuff as always. And uh, you, you know, I, I go week to week on this, right? Because like a couple <laughs> weeks ago, I said, you know what? I'm gonna try again. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, you know, you know what? And this is this is sad and pathetic, but most nights I'd rather just sit at home with Kira and drink and watch Netflix or sports. Dude, and see, this is I'm glad you said that, and I'm glad we have this recorded. So now I can go back and play this for like Roger and, and Lawyer Dave and the crew when we were hanging out. And they were like, "You need to get out the house, Jermaine. You need to get out the house, Jermaine." And look who's saying this now—the same guy who said, "You need to get out the house, Jermaine. You need to get out the house, Jermaine." All right, well, you, you do need to get off the podcast, Jermaine. So thank you, thank you as always. Uh, anytime, I, man, anytime. We'll, we'll have you again soon. And uh, Yes, sir. Uh, great stuff. All right, I'm going to tell you about uh, Lawyer Dave, and then I'm going to have uh, my buddy Robbie on uh, real quick. But uh, he owns a place and uh, does a great job here. This, this is one of my favorite places and love coming here. So uh, uh, appreciate the opportunity to do the show. From coaches and here he is the owner the proprietor one of my good friends and just an all-around great guy robbie curry joins us for the end of the show and i remember when when robbie bought the bar it's been what about a year and almost a half now yeah yeah and you know the, the previous owner everybody knew and it was just like a neighborhood bar and all this stuff and when when i first met robbie he's like i'm gonna make positive changes and i'm thinking to myself who says I'm going to make negative changes? But he is, he is real. <laughs> exactly, right? I remember you saying that. <laughs> but you know what? He's, he's done such a great job with this place. New menus. He's, he's made it. He's really made it more upscale. And I, I love coming here. The, the food's fantastic. He's got a bunch of stuff going on. So, so Robbie, what, what, what else you got going on besides just the fact that I can come here for lunch and enjoy the hell out of it? Well, we have a lot of sports teams we're setting up right now. We have the Panthers and the Saints going on. Um, we have two groups coming in to celebrate that tonight. Every um, Sunday, we're doing brunch. So we have all-you-can-eat brunch from 11 to 2 for football. And we just like having fun. We have karaoke nights on Saturday. We have Tuesday trivia nights. And then Friday, we have music bingo. So we just like having great people like Fred in. We hang out. We have fun and have some fun. 
Well, and as I was saying earlier, this is a great place to come watch football, uh, especially Sunday NFL. But I mean, college is great too. But I mean, he's got everything set up where all the games are here. And I think I was saying earlier, you've got more TVs than I've had bad dates lately. And uh, unfortunately, Robbie's seen a couple of them too. But uh, but no, I mean, it's a great place to come and watch sports. It's just a great vibe. And I mean, he's made it a much, you know, sorry, Greg. He's made it a much better place. I mean, it really is. Um, and a much more, I just say that the whole vibe is different. It's 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 much friendlier. It's, it's a, lot, a lot less clickish which it was a little bit. And, you know, it's, it's much more diverse, which I really appreciate. It's just, yeah, and I meet somebody cool in here every time I come in that I haven't met before. So if you guys haven't been here, you need to come check it out. So, uh, and, and yeah, so like if you're a Purdue fan, yeah, you got Purdue groups here. We got Minnesota, um, we got Kansas and college. Um, and like I said, we have the Panthers for NFL and now the Saints. Uh, yes, coming in the door now. Yeah, Saints. Saints are Saints are a great one to get. And so are the Panthers. There's actually a lot of Panthers fans here. But uh, anyway, yeah. So we're gonna cut it off so he can get ready to, to entertain all these folks. But uh, please come out, check it out. Louisiana and Webster in Midtown. It's close to downtown. It's close to me over in the Montrose. It's it's close to everybody. And the, and I always say the best thing. Besides the place itself, they have parking. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. we have a parking yeah. lot. No one else has a parking lot in Midtown. Right? No, no. Yeah. But don't park here and then walk somewhere else because they will tow your ass. Yeah. I've seen it. I actually warned some hot chicks. And they parked here and they're starting to walk over to, I don't know where they are. I think they were going to go to Woodrow's. I said, hey, if you guys leave here, they're going to tow your car. Just go in and have one drink at Robbie's place at least. That's it. Thank they watch the camera. Yeah, it's like, you don't know what you're talking about. So yeah, I might I might have I might have spiked the ball a little bit when they came back and the car was gone. <laughs> well, Robbie, thanks for popping on. Thanks for having me out today, man. Always a pleasure, and uh, I'm sure I'll see you soon. All right. All right, guys, that's gonna wrap it up for today's show. Please, uh, uh, please support guys like Robbie and guys like Boo at the Phoenix. And uh, all right, so. And, and BC, I did not walk my tab earlier today. BC picked up my tab, so he just wanted me to admit that. But we did see two guys walk their tab, and that was pretty embarrassing. Uh, but anyway, uh, so if you have a fantasy question, I'm going to give it about a minute for, for you to put your fantasy questions up. And uh, I'm going to tell you about Lawyer Dave, who was supposed to pop on and do a long segment with me today. That was one of my special guests, but that's okay. I still love him. Uh, but Lawyer Dave is the best. He took on my brother's case. Uh, my brother got rear-ended by an 18-wheeler. Uh, I had uh, another guy send me a case today that I, I forwarded to him. Uh, and listen, Lawyer Dave will look at everything, and he'll be honest with you. And he'll tell you, yeah, we don't do this kind of law, but here, go to this guy. Or, no, you really don't have a case. Or, we're taking your case. And if he takes your case, you know what the best thing is? You don't pay a dime until you, you win. Because Lawyer Dave, he sent my brother to the doctor, got him x-rays, turns out he's, you know, he's got some serious neck injuries from this, and he wouldn't have known that. And that's what he'll do if he takes your case. He'll get you a doctor, he'll take care of you. And we all, we, I had about as much fun Saturday night as I could have watching UH get its ass kicked because it was, Dave and I were hanging out at, at, at PJ's and Dave was sweating Michigan trying to cover 40 and a half. Uh, didn't happen, but, uh, you know, he, he loves, he loves the blitzers. He loves the Falconers. 
and he will take care of you. And if you just have a question, please give him a call. 713-626-8900. 713-626-8900. That is, uh, that is Dave. You need a lawyer, better dial Dave. Uh, so, Shock asked, do you guys think I should do Tua and Waddle for Ridley, Goddard, and Kirk Cousins? I'd have to see your roster, but I wouldn't do that. Um, I think Waddle's only going to get better. All right. Uh, okay, I, I usually have final thoughts, but it's starting to get crowded in here. And uh, BC Saints fans are here, so uh, we're going to wrap it up. We'll do it Thursday over at the Phoenix with some guy named A.J. Hoffman. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I love you guys. You're the best. And uh, I really appreciate you. And uh, uh, we'll do it again on Thursday. Till then, stay sportsy Gulf Coast badasses.